You're listening to Father Figuring, the podcast about a daughter on the quest of figuring out her father, the good, the bad, and everything in between. This is your host, Katherine Cat Carter. Now let's get to figuring. Hey y'all, um, it is Cat. Cat is here. I hope that if you are listening to this over the next few days, now today as a bookmark is Saturday, March 14th, 2020. Um, I am in New York City and everyone is concerned or knows about COVID-19. So what better thing to do um, than do the things that I was really putting off this whole time. So the first thing that I really wanted to do and, and really went to get off the just do it bitch list is posting this episode because I've been sitting on this fire heat uh, for a couple weeks now, a few weeks now. Um, I went back home to Houston for Jeremy's wedding and in that on the last day on Sunday before I headed off to the airport, I convinced my mom and my sister uh, and brother-in-law to come and sit and record an episode of Father Figuring. So sorry to disappoint, but Will Carter will not be featured on this episode, although he will be much of the topic of discussion. Um, But, you know, and it's also it's Women's History Month. I just thought it was like the perfect kind of time, um, given the content that we've had so far, to just take a pause and, and get my mom and my sister's um, take with everything. And of course, George, um, my brother-in-law. So anywho, I, we had such a blast. I hope you like it. Um, stay COVID free in these streets. Um, and if you're listening to this a year from now, congrats to surviving. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Hello, everyone. Um, Welcome to another episode of Father Figuring. It is such a special one. Why? Because we are recording live from none other than Houston, Texas. I am joined by some amazing, amazing people in my life that I think you all are going to be in such a treat to hear from them. I am joined with my mother, also I reference as Mommy, during many of the episodes. Mommy, say hello. Hello, everybody. Ah, Mommy, such a natural. (laughs) I also have with me none other than assistant creative director of Father Figuring, Christina Carter. Christina, say hello. Hi. A natural again. And then, oh, you thought that was it? No, no, no. We have another treat in store. Mr. Boaz himself, right? Yep, Mr. Yeah. Boaz himself. We have George, Christina's husband, my brother-in-law. Say hey, George. Hey, everybody. Uh, so, guys, so this is such a treat. Um, clearly, I'm here. Um, if you remember from the last few episodes, I think I talked about my best friend Jeremy getting married. So yesterday was his wedding. He got married to Matthew. Um, It was such a great event. Christina and George were in attendance. Did y'all have a good old time there? It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that we were invited. (laughs) 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 But it was a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking. It was a good time, but it was good to see Mm -hmm. Matthew and Jeremy, Mm -hmm. you know, and citing their vows. It was really nice. It was. It was. George, did you enjoy yourself? I loved it. Uh, the great venue, 
lively people. Uh, we cut a rug. We probably had too much to drink, but we probably. Had a time. Yeah. We really did. And then, um, oh, and speaking of too much to drink, so keeping in tradition with our father figuring set up, we of course are enjoying a little libation on this Sunday. And no, Christina's looking to see what the brand is, and that's okay, because I think I'm going to stop saying brands until I get endorsement money. And so uh, we are drinking on some kava. Yes, mm -hmm. some kava that I picked up yesterday mm. from Central Market, but I do not know the brand's name. That's fine. But yes. That's good. It's, it's, quite, it's quite delicious. Thank you. Everyone take it. Everyone <laughs> let's take a step. They're a little <laughs> shy. They're a little shy. They're a little nervous, guys. So we're we're, gonna... vir we're virgins to this. So. <laughs> we're just going to make it so good and raw. Okay. So I think we're just going to dive in. So today, I mean, I think I really want to just, especially with the last couple episodes, which was How I Met Your Mother, where Will talks about meeting mommy and what made him, like, fall in love and want to marry her, etc. And mommy right now is making some faces. <laughs> so I, I think it's only fair that she gets to talk about her perspective as well. And then on episode four on Finding Boaz, um, we're, we might just refer to him as Pops. Pops uh, gives me like the five things that he wants in a husband for me. And so I would also love to get my mother's take to see if there's any like additions, any edits, etc. Um, so I guess we'll kind of start off. Just, just how have you been? In, you've you've been liking the podcast, mommy? Oh, I've been loving it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little hoarse, everybody. Uh, hello, listeners. I'm a little hoarse, but I feel you. You feel <laughs> it. You feel it. I feel you. Yes. <clears throat> um, the podcast is amazing. I mean, I'm hooked. Mm. I mean, I'm a part of the family, but um, hearing these uh, memories, I guess you would say, mm -hmm. or recollections uh, has really got me thinking and reflecting. Yeah. Um, it's been a boost for me, uh, a shot of adrenaline. Yeah. I, I was just really surprised. Uh, and as I said, I'm hooked. Hearing episodes one and two, I was ready for three and four, and I'm I'm just I'm just ready. So my impressions, my first impressions, are that you and your father have done an amazing job. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're here to you're finding your father, your your uh, uh, father figuring, but uh, what you're saying is helping me too as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Okay, good. And then Christina, what about you? I was telling mommy that after episode one. I just felt like so upbeat, you know, I was listening to it. And I mean, some things, of course, I know, but things that I forgot or did not know, um, it was just interesting hearing. So I thought, um, you know, episode one was done, you know, beautifully. And, you know, the other episodes two through four so far have been just as great. So, um yeah, I just always find myself like saying yeah at the same time you're saying yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like I'm like right there with you guys. But uh, it's yeah. been good. That's it's good. Been a good journey mm -hmm. so far. Oh, yeah. And then we have George here who's taking our social media footage, <laughs> which is perfect. George, you've been getting quite a lot of love on a few of these episodes. What's your take? Uh, I think it's been very informative. Um, I, I found 
every bit of information that I've picked up to be uh, just interesting and real. It's mm-hmm. a very real um, dialogue that you have with your father, uh, my father-in-law, Will Carter. And I learned some things about him that I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stories, you know, I had heard before. But he's, you know, he's a pretty deep guy. Yeah. And he, you know, you wouldn't really assume that from a black man who lives in Lubbock, Texas, out in the cotton fields. <laughs> but he's a funny guy. I, I feel like the conversations have been very real. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to those conversations. So I think, I think, you know, the podcast may end up helping a lot of people. Ah, the love is, I feel the love guys. Like the support (laughs) is really real. So thank you all for being so like supportive and, you know, because I think it's hard. This isn't normal for, especially like with black families, like kind of like, not that we're exposing everything, but we're, we're getting a little, we're going to be exposing some things. And so um, it means I wouldn't feel comfortable doing this without having you guys' blessings. So I appreciate that you all really are are liking this. So thanks, guys. Cheers. Let's all take a sip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Sippy time. Sippy time of kava. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's jump into it. And then Christina is going to come in with questions. Like, it's just going to be... We're just going to keep it fun and light. Um, but I want to start off, like I was mentioning, on basically how I met your father. But before that night, which I want to get your play-by-play of what you remember, you were single woman in your late 20s. Just kind of talk about, like, you know, what was going on in your life, like in terms of, like, dating, working, buying homes, etc. What was going on? Yes, let's see. Um, Yes, I was a single woman, and um, I was not dating, I mean, at all, pretty much. I mean, my Saturday nights, I don't know if Mary Tyler Moore show, (laughs) (laughs) that was my Saturday night. It was uh, spending the night uh, watching Mary Tyler Moore Saturdays. I wasn't dating. Yeah. I I didn't have a lot of dating history. Okay. Uh, Maybe a boyfriend uh, in college. Maybe after that, I think that was about it. In fact, my first date, I think, was my senior prom. I didn't date in high school or anything like that, so mm. I was just a novice as far as dating. Mm. And then you stumble upon the Will Carter himself, Mr. Player Player. Mm. Well, you know, I, I knew what, you know, during that time, I mean, it was a time when you were looking like uh, looking for this man who would have certain qualities, mm. uh, such as having a... Uh, a uh, career or job, uh, being, um, you know, of course I would look for being attracted to this person. Uh, his uh, behavior towards me, how he treated me and so forth. And I, I guess I would say, excuse me, I guess I would say it was a time when we were just like, when you came across this man that you think uh, you would think would be a suitable husband you would go ahead and, 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 and choose that, that gentleman. Right, because it was just, um, like, in terms of, like, society at that time. Yes, It was yes. an expectation. Like, yes. marriage was more of an expectation, and it was... Because you, like, even, like, your parents, it wasn't like, um, oh, we're soulmates. Like, it was more of, like, a... I won't say it was 
not that it was a forced marriage, but it was just more of like based on an expectation, not like based off of like, this is what my true desire is. Yes, I think so. so because yeah. the story was my father, my, my grandmother chose the wife of my father. Uh, he, uh, she was looking, she was, had to give her approval to mm -hmm. the woman that he would marry. And that was good mama, his, uh, my grandmother. Yeah. So, um, yes, it was, uh, it was during that time when, uh, you know, basically you're, you're looking for a gentleman. Uh, I was college educated. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a teacher. You had a master's too. I had a master's degree. Uh, I had bought my first home and I was living in it. So you were out here. You were. You were. I was, I was you doing were good. it. You I were was doing, doing it. it. That's kind of like my family. Uh, we're we're a group of people who are about something. I mean, you know, really get your education was the main thing, and then following that, a job and a career and so forth. So things were moving okay for me in yeah. that direction. But I was not dating. In fact, I used to wonder why I really wasn't attracting many people. I mean, even in college, four years of college, and um, I did date a person there, but uh, no marriage, no marriage proposals, nobody uh, just took to me. Did you feel in your late 20s a lot of pressure to be married? Like, I know you were saying the society, but did you feel like extra, like, like anxiousness around being chosen to get married? Well, the biological clock was a part of it because mm -hmm. you were thinking, I'm getting to be 29, 30. Mm -hmm. And uh, right then, I mean, nowadays, I think women can go further, like 40s, 45. I mean, more medical innovations and, and, and ways for women to get pregnant. But then it was like, if you're 30, and a 35 looks like it was the cutoff for us. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, you're, if you're just 30 and you haven't married, so there was that mm -hmm. uh, element in there about being uh, being married, so that if you wanted children, you could have them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you were at this stage of knowing that you wanted to get, feeling the need to get married. Mm -hmm. You, but you, you know, in the meantime, had a lot of stuff going on for yourself, career-wise. Yes. Buying the home, etc. Yes, I was going on with my life. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in our family, it was like my mother would say, well, you know, why rent? Why, why don't you go ahead and get you a home? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were that type, of, we would think in those terms. And uh, even when I applied for the loan as a teacher, I didn't have enough salary to get a loan, a loan from the uh, teacher's credit union. So my mom pitched in and mm -hmm. gave me a big chunk of money so that I could get, a, get the house. And uh, so uh, I had it, and it was it was just wonderful to have a home. Uh, there was no pressure from my family like you should be. Aren't you looking for a husband, or isn't it time okay, for you to get good. married? So your mother oh, did nobody. I mean, it was okay. You. You're an independent woman. You're you're teaching. You're on your own. I think that was in our family was uh, we knew to to proceed. Education, job, move on. You know, yeah, that's so, pretty progressive, I yeah, feel like, for your generation. Yeah, it was definitely there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I feel like because of that, me and Christina, it's like it's like you all didn't have to tell us that we need to get an education or a mm -hmm. job and to be like, but we just kind of just, that was what it yeah, was. it was oh. the natural path. It was a given. It was a given. You were going to get your education, and then you were going to get uh, yeah. your livelihood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's let's fast forward then. There's this night, okay? So <laughs> even before you stepped foot in the party, you were there with Aunt Jackie. Yes, my younger sister. And this was a funeral home, funeral fraternity thing. 
So yes. Uncle William, was he there? Yes. In fact, he uh, invited us. Uh, my uncle, my brother William, is a, a licensed funeral director and embalmer in the state of Texas, and uh, he's a member of two fraternities. They, mm -hmm. they have two. They have fraternities: professional mortuary fraternities, and. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them was uh, hosting a party, and uh, for some reason we attended. I attended with my sister. William was there, of course, other funeral directors. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I wasn't a party goer, like, oh yeah, let me, let me look for the next party. Mm. But for some reason, we went to it. Not like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowing down, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you, so you got an invite from Uncle William. And then you and a Jackie get guzzied up or whatever, and you head yes. on. So yes. we heard Will Carter's account of that night, um, which was, it was quite good. So tell, <laughs> tell, tell us, like, your perspective. What do you recall from that night? Well, I do remember um, seeing him, and uh, we were across the room from, uh, he came in with his best friend, and uh, I was side by side with my sister, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I, I probably took a, 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 a glimpse over and saw that he was you know a good-looking gentleman mm -hmm. and did uh, he look out of place no not really not really um, he looked comfortable mm -hmm. both of them did uh, they were at the wrong party right. I found out later they were really supposed to be at a party that would be happening the next week and he always made a joke of it that he ended up at this party filled with uh, Undertakers. Undertakers. Okay, but but they stayed because right. I think it was an, a drink all you want for five dollars. So they stayed, and uh, I, I'm sure I looked over and noticed that he was a nice looking gentleman. Mm -hmm. And uh, I probably made the um, choice to move across the room for that reason. Okay. 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 So mommy, even though not so much a party goer, she yeah. knew. That yeah. she had I to put I, herself in position to get yes, chose. Yes, I thought I would. Um, Wait, before move. you move. So you definitely noticed him. It wasn't right. like. Right, and as I was telling Kathy, you know, I don't want to be, uh, uh, to get into, you know, issues of, uh, of what we look for in a man, but let's say his hair. Mm -hmm. I mean, he These had, coils. Okay, well, continue. Okay. He had, you know, like the little waves in your hair. I mean, he didn't have a full head of hair, but, you know, you can, and, and we always, we, you know, it's something, it, we, we accept it among our race. We talk about good hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so he, he had, had them waves. He had those waves, and they were glistening. Oh. <laughs> They were muted. I mean, they were there. Yeah. yeah it wasn't a wave pattern. Yeah, a some wave pattern. I mean, that so, still gets the people today hot, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. So that's like, oh, he's got a nice quality of hair. It wasn't a, you know, high or anything. It wasn't like a conk or a process, you mm -hmm. know, though, from mm -hmm. those days. Were people days. still wearing afros then, or was uh, it kind of like on the... Yeah, I guess they were around, yeah. but it wasn't... But not, not as th because prominent. I, no, not as prominent. But mm -hmm. I walked across, and he's right. I did. He tried to... Um, uh, blocked my, my path and I and then he did ask me he, or said something to the effect that you're not leaving are you? And then I said no I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to the ladies room and so I did but I So that, okay so I wanted to know do you remember I'm sure when you went to the ladies room when you were with Aunt Jackie Y'all must have like had a little chit chat. We so did. what did you say? What was that chit chat in the ladies' room? <laughs> we, <laughs> you are so right. We did. Uh -huh. I mean, we were. I was saying he's nice looking. I like him. You know, he's. I like him. And you know, Jackie wasn't saying too much. She wasn't like, 
you know, I like him too. You know, maybe, you know, she was just there. And I said, oh, did you see, I think I said, did you see his hair? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I we, you are exactly right. Okay. We did chat about him and I kind of got my composure. Yes, got to get the nerves out. Mm -hmm. And then I walked back out. Okay. And uh, I did find him attractive. I found his approach was uh, that of a gentleman. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, uh, and because I took to him, because I think we even uh, took a, went outside, and uh, he mentioned he had a 280Z, and we did go outside and sit in that his car and chat a bit. He did mm -hmm. say that. Yes. Do you remember that conversation? No, we were just talking in general. He, I was telling him maybe I was a teacher, and he was saying what he did, where he worked. We were just talking about things like that. And so it was just a general conversation, nothing deep. You but know. it got cut short, right? Didn't it? Yeah. What I what I hated is that his friend came uh, bungling out there. <laughs> and he, this will be Butch, right? Yeah, we were bungling setting, Butch. Bungling <laughs> Butch. I, I just remember him coming across the front of the car, you know, and and I'm like, oh, darn it! Why is he coming out? And here? Jackie could have played wing woman for you and entertained Butch. No, no, I don't think she would have had anything. But anyway, that that <laughs> put an end to our uh, evening, and uh, so we, we cut it short. Okay, mm -hmm. so... So were phone yeah. numbers exchanged? Mm -hmm. or I believe it? so. I believe so. And I'm thinking he gave me his. I'm not thinking... Oh. I'm, I'm, for some reason, that stands out. That's that I was given his twist. number, and I don't know... Oh, I think I was going under the um, thing that you don't give your number out. You know, I'll okay. call you. Okay. I was going that I was the safe girl way. I'll give I think you a I'm call. gonna now that you've said this, I think I'm gonna adopt this. Of yeah. like not giving I will call you. Yeah. I'm the one doing I, the choosing. Okay. Yes. Like you 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 came up to me, but I choose. So and I then definitely. I feel like there's so many dudes that have my phone number right now. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember I did it that way. And it okay. was almost like a, a safety net. Yeah. Did he flinch when you did that? Like no, or was, it was he no okay problem. With like, he hey, gave me yeah. his number okay. and I said, Let's do you know, do it that way and that's how it was. Okay. Okay, so phone numbers were exchanged. Now we learned that y'all move pretty quick. Like within week three, you're over here going to San Antonio meeting parents. So before we get to that, he couldn't really recall very well first date. But just talk about those like first two, three weeks because there had to have been enough activity to where he felt comfortable going to San Antonio with him to meet his parents. So right. what, 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 what was that phase like? I'm not remembering exactly, but I know we ate out a lot. I mean, he had some favorite restaurants and we did that and we probably mingled with his friend, you mm -hmm. know, uh, did that. I don't remember anything like a lot of movies or going to plays or uh, sporting events, nothing like that. Just no. maybe dinner out. I do remember I cooked dinner for him. Mm. Uh, when I invited no. him to dinner and, uh, tip you know, I was very concerned about that, but I, I had What did you make? I had baked chicken, mm. macaroni and cheese. Okay. And, okay, uh, bold move. Uh, and probably string beans for the side. Um, mm -hmm. uh -huh. A green, just to balance it all out. But I was a little, <laughs> I, you know, I did fix a basic meal, and he found the home, and he came. And uh, one thing I remember uh, that uh, that night I left the, the baked macaroni and cheese in the oven. You know, just, oh, the oven was off. Mm -hmm. But I found it a few days later. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I left it in there. That was so crazy. But it was, I know it was baked chicken, and it was good. 
good. It was, yeah. I believe everything was to his satisfaction. He ate and he left. There was no spending the night or anything like that. He went yeah. home. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So mommy kept it, kept it. I kept it real. Yeah. <laughs> real and classy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so you cooked for him. Y'all, like, did dinner. Did y'all talk on the phone a lot? Oh, we did. I, in fact, I had to call him, you know, to get things yeah. going. Yeah. And I was a How little... long did you wait to... You know, I waited a day or two. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, you better let him sweat. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Mr. Player Player. Yeah, I didn't call, I didn't <laughs> yeah. call the next day. Yeah. I, I gave it a day or two at least. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you knew you were going to call him. I was going to call, and, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm more... Um, shy and reserved and I probably this was going to be big for me to call a man you yeah know? So, but I, I went ahead and I had enough good vibes and to check him out and I called him it was it was a two at least two days two mm -hmm. yeah that's good yeah okay mm -hmm. so then I mean do you have any more on this okay so then oh George, oh, George. we have a question from the male perspective okay. something for the male voice okay so I have seen uh my mother-in-law Florence aka princess I've seen her picture mm -hmm. from when she was young around this time. <laughs> and for the guys out there, I can tell you, she was hashtag fine. <laughs> <laughs> so for her to pick up the phone and call someone, mm -hmm. in my mind, that was kind of huge. That mm -hmm. there was no one chasing you actively 24-7. Because yeah. I saw, I think it was a picture of you during one of your teaching years. Mm -hmm. It was just a picture right. of you That's with long hair pictures, yes. down to you. It's mm -hmm. probably past your shoulders. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> this is what Will Carter was chasing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, just to give some perspective from yeah. the male perspective, yeah. mm -hmm. she did not have to be out here calling men. Right, right. Yeah. And and as I said, um, I was just amazed that during college, well, I, I dated a guy. It was the black hist uh, black movement time. And, you know, you're dating someone <laughs> back then for that reason. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't come across a lot of men who were, you know, like just... But you weren't a party girl either. Like, right. I mean, yeah. if you were out there, out I wasn't there. a party girl. Yeah. I wasn't out there. I didn't go to events where I would see a lot of men or meet right. men. I didn't have girlfriends who could fix me up with anybody. My sisters wouldn't have done that. My brothers wouldn't have done <laughs> that. You know, uh, nobody was uh, was calling, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I just had a quiet life, uh, you know, going on with what I needed to do. And you're more of like an introvert as well in terms of like, because you're a writer. Yes, and... at this stage. Yes, I am. But uh, you were even, you majored in journalism. I did, And I you did. worked at the Houston Chronicle. I did. So I feel like you were also more of like a internal thinker kind yes, of. Yes, I would say I was a listener. I, I, I really listened and I, I took people in, you know, looking at them and so forth. What amazed me when your father mentioned about me physically that I had nice legs. He had, I, I don't recall him ever telling me that. Mm, so did he, okay, so yes, because I, he was like, when he, and I will mind you, I don't know if you picked up on this, Christina, mm -hmm. but he was speaking in present tense and then said, and then back in the day, she, so she was like, your mom's really attractive. And mm -hmm. back in the day, she was even like more. And I was just like, oh, you must want this old thing back. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? But he, he, he didn't comment on my legs. Oh, and, yes. And I kind Did he of, give you compliments and stuff? Well, okay. Like, I knew other men had said things about my legs. You know, I had gotten, you know, compliments that way. I, I wasn't dating them per se, but I got that vibe that I had nice legs. And uh, 
And then for Will never to mention it, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, okay. Did know. he compliment you a lot? Like, did he give you, like, we call that love language words of affirmation? Did he let no. you know? Cause but he, could you tell that he was attracted to you? Like, yes, I, I guess for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as him just going on and on about, oh, you know, you're gorgeous. Oh, I just, I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't recall much of that mm. at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so he likes he wanted to keep that to his chest then. He didn't want to gash you up too much, much, but yet that. he was in the inside doing cartwheels. Okay, <laughs> got it, got it. Okay, okay, so where are we at? Okay, so you did your, your dating for a couple weeks, and then you go to San Antonio. Right. Had he met your parents oh, yeah. before going to Good San question. Antonio? I don't believe so. I think I met his parents first. Okay. I don't recall. Had you ever been to San Antonio previously? Cause uh, I know. One time, okay. I believe, yes. But uh, just, I, I don't even know the reason, but I mm -hmm. went with a sister and a, my brother. Mm -hmm. We were going down there for some reason, I don't know. No one was worried about you going on this trip or anything no, with him? No, and uh, I probably informed him that I was going. My family, I'm thinking I did, but I felt comfortable enough with him. Yeah. I would looked and seen enough stability in him mm -hmm. that I felt that this wasn't going to be a problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then you're going to see the parents, so it's, right. like, yeah. it's right. not like... Mm -hmm. Were you nervous to see? No, well, maybe slightly. Mm -hmm. um, I know one thing, I all during that dating time I was always making sure that I was just perfectly mm. uh, you know tired and I, I never just straggled when we were spending the the weekend there I didn't just come out after you know in the morning hair all everything I, I stayed in that bedroom and got myself together yeah mm -hmm. and um, I, I just always felt that that I wanted to look my best in front of them but I wasn't nervous per se no mm -hmm. mm -mm. okay so then let's talk about your well, I know he talks a lot about like his dad mm -hmm. loved you, mm -hmm. and there was like a conversation that he might have overheard that, that made him really love you. So, talk about like your experience with that, and then I also want to know because he doesn't really hit on it, and women are all like protective over their own sons. So, I also want to know like, did you feel kind of that love from grandmother, or was mm -hmm. she like not? Mm -hmm. We know the dad liked you, but oh, yes. what was grandma? So yeah, talk, talk about both of those. Well, I, I know his father liked me. Mm -hmm. uh, and he would just, we'd be just talking. Uh, sometimes we'd be in the kitchen. He'd, I'd be just listening to him very attentive to what he was, you know, he would go on, be going on telling this and that. And, and I was just all ears, you know. I, I wasn't like, oh, you know, this man is going on. I was like very actively, uh, engaged. actively engaged with him. And mm -hmm. I, I, I could feel that he cared about me and that he thought I was a, a good woman. Uh, I could really feel that. And I don't think it was any put on or anything on, on his part about that. I, I genuinely felt that he thought I was uh, a very good woman. Yeah. Would, uh, would make a good mother or wife or whatever, but I felt that from him. Yeah. From his mother, um, I guess I didn't feel that quite the same way. Yeah. And I know he had been dating other women and he'd been bringing other women to San Antonio. And did you know that through him or how did you know that or you just knew that just your women's intuition? I don't know how that came about but it, it became a, a known thing that, you know, he had, and and maybe, I don't know, just how that, that it, but it, it was, it, it came out that mm -hmm. he had brought other women home and, 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 and they may have alluded to that. His mm -hmm. parents might have said, 
you know, that he I brought. Bet it was grandmother, not the father. <laughs> you know, or some like, yeah. you know, probably said something. That's why I'm kind of like, well, mm-hmm. grandmother, I feel like she probably wasn't yeah, as open. I, yeah, I was I, trying to get that out of possible. He was, he's more protective. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think things um, that, that it was the knowledge that he had, that, that were, and not just maybe one, maybe two yeah, she, or three. She probably said something slick, like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, we had some other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I knew she was used to that type of girl. Right, and I think she was more comfortable with that type of That's girl. That's what I was gonna say. And and I had I wasn't uh, like a snob. I wasn't like uh, trying to be put on airs. I was just a very just kind, upfront woman. I know that I was, and I I never came across as you know I'm I'm educated. I I have this degree. I'm this and that. I was just myself. I you was were just, a unicorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know sometimes. I don't know. I don't know what the if it's it's something where a woman might feel more comfortable with a woman of that nature. I mean, mm-hmm. of that type. Yeah. I think she was more. Or maybe like brings up some insecurities in them. Like even though it's weird. Like right. you know, it's a very different position of like a mother and then like a girlfriend. But then sometimes I feel like mothers can be a little bit like gray in an area. Like I don't know. Like I feel like sometimes they start seeing this new woman as being like a threat or it might bring up insecurities with them. I don't know. Yes, I mean, I, I think, like I, all the women, all the guys I've dated, their mothers have like liked me, but like sometimes I've heard. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. All through that, that beginning time. And then even after we had children and we were bringing them down, um, you know, I could feel that it was, you know, something that wasn't quite right there, you know, mm-hmm. if I, for lack of a better word, but uh, sometimes they like the the girl who's out there, you know, who's yeah. just the, you know. And I found that even when I, I, I what I thought about to make an example is when I was working at the University of Houston, and um, you know, when I was going there as a student, and I worked in the placement center, and there were two black women working there, myself and one other, and I was the quiet, reserved one, and she was all out there, you know, telling her business, everything, you know, and everybody loved her. I mean, she was so, you know, like just open. When pe- and I guess that's, I'm saying when people can't quite figure you out, mm-hmm. maybe that was part of it. She couldn't quite put her finger on who I was. But I think it was some insecurities on her part. Mm-hmm. Because I, I but I, I, in my defense, I never said anything or behaved in a way that I would belittle her. I respected her yeah. as a mother. Right. And, but she, but um, it with the father, it was like, I mean... <laughs> He was like 100% behind me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he just, and, and he wasn't a, a man of many words. Mm-mm. No. You could feel it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. vibe between us. And I respected him. Yeah. And like I said, a, a, a gentleman, a, a father can just be rambling about this and that. But I've always felt like, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to hear what he has to say. And I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to have the manners I've been taught. Okay. So, um,. So that was the trip. Do you have any other questions on the trip? Well, no, actually, I mean, what else? Because y'all said he said that you all hung out with like a cousin and stuff. Yes, we did. He had a cousin there, and uh, we went immediately to that. Uh, that's how we would spend our evenings going out with them. We went to some uh, clubs there, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, the okay, of course, the uh, what do you call it? The river. Oh, the, the river. river walk. Oh, yeah. We were up and down that. We, yeah. we enjoyed that. And uh, what I liked, he would let me, he would, when we would go down, we'd spend a Saturday and he'd just give me the time to go downtown San Antonio and shop. I love to shop. One yeah. time I bought maybe about nine pairs of shoes. <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, it was a Frost Brothers downtown, but I'm saying he let me do some things I wanted to do, which I love that. I, I was able to shop. I found a wonderful sale if I bought nine pairs. But, um, and it was with my money, you know, I paid for those yeah. shoes, but, and then the nightlife was with his, his, um, uh, his, uh, friend, his cousin, uh, I won't say his name, but his cousin, and they, they would, we would go to clubs, and, uh, they were, they, they were smoking on something that wasn't cigars, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they, they had, they had something going on there. We'll just leave it at that, you know, mm-hmm. tease yeah. that. And, and that was, that was, <laughs> but, but okay. I didn't, um, You didn't partake. I didn't partake um, maybe once, but it was that it burned my throat so badly that I never did it again. <laughs> I mean, but I had, I guess I didn't do it correctly, but I wasn't like, oh, y'all are doing that. Don't be doing that. That's illegal, blah, blah, blah. It was fine. If they no, wanted to have you fun. You just weren't going to do it. I, I, I just wasn't into it. Yeah. had no desire. But I do, if I want to be honest with both of you, because I think all you all have always asked me, have I ever smoked uh, the M word? <laughs> so, the M word. <laughs> so I, I want to The answer be, is yes. <laughs> once, but I guess how you have to, you know, do. Not inhale. Inhale or whatever. My you were like throat, Bill Clinton. He said he did it. But my throat burned and that was enough. I mean, if I'm yeah. not getting anything out of this, why would I do that? So mm-hmm. I was okay. so, but anyway. Did he try to pressure you to smoke? Or not at all. That? Not at all. And like, they were going to be mad when he listened to this. And I got him exposed for smoking weed. He Red, pink. And on that, I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting a re- George is over here being a yeah, great supporter. Um, you heard you. that pop. We are pouring up again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was San Antonio. So then Pops talks about this moment where he knew. He knew that you were the one. And a couple of things out of this. Uh, well, that thing being that you helped him pay this Bank of America bill of 200. And he's alluded to the fact that he was... You know, although he always knew he needed to earn money, he quickly spent that money. So this this conjures a couple thoughts. One was getting your take on what made you feel like you should offer to help and all that. And then also what, we'll start there, but then the second one, just so you're, as you're gathering your thoughts, is like what was it that, what was the point that you knew that he was the one? Like how he knew you were the one after that. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the, the bill payment. Okay, I don't really recall the $200 Bank of America bill. Mm-hmm. I do recall something happening that had to do with money, and it was some comment I made, and it was to the effect that I would help him. And it seems like even his parents heard it, or either his yeah, brother. Yeah, that's what I remember you saying. Yeah, the parents heard me say this. We were in the kitchen talking around the table, and the parents were in the dining, uh, the, the den. Mm-hmm. And they heard me make a comment to the fact that I was willing to help him with something, and it was monetary. And uh, when he said a Bank of America bill, I don't recall that being it specifically, but it was something where I was going to help him. Yeah. And his father just took that to heart like, you know, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, a little background on why I would do it. Uh, I've helped, uh, let's say, other gentlemen in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I remember my first time I gave a gentleman, uh, we were dating and I, I, he, his Volkswagen needed to be fixed and I, he needed $50, so $50. And then later in life, uh, a gentleman uh, wanted to start his own business and uh, he needed $200, $200. But I wanted to give background on why I would do 
things like that. I don't think I was just easy, like, okay, here's some money, here's some money, here's some money. This is what I was acting on. When I care for somebody or love them, mm -hmm. I don't want them to struggle. Yeah. I want them to, I want to be a helpmate. And I've always felt like that. Like, if you're in need, I want to help. It was a natural for me. Now the $50, I never got paid back. The $200, even though I reminded him, and he probably thought, well, I did so many things for you. This is not this your is not father. Two, this is not 200 from the father. This is the 200 from the gentleman. Uh, he probably thought, oh, well, I've done this and that. But when you, you, when you borrow, you pay the loan back. Yeah. That's my thing. So he didn't Damn do that. Right. So I do recall something of that nature with your father, but that's how I operate it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do it today, uh, the same thing. Uh, if someone is a friend, somebody I care about, and I know what it is to struggle. I know what it is to need something and no one is there to help you. Mm -hmm. And then here comes, you know, and so uh, that's my, that's how I do. It wasn't like I was just a, you know, here's some money, you know, I'm, I'm just free, you know. I, like, oh, just roll over nice Yeah, and but you, you're yeah. somebody I care about. And yeah. you're somebody I, I you, you, you've expressed a need and I want you to have it so you can go on with whatever you need to do. So that's how I did that. Excuse me. So I do know the parents, the father or the mother or the brother, a relative other than your father heard it. And they too agreed that, wow, they yeah, brought it up that later. Was probably, that was, they the mother loved floozies that came through weren't doing yeah, that. Were Let me not call them floozies, but yeah. they were floozies. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> Yeah, they, they weren't solid. Yeah, the they word were, solid, just solid. like you said, the word solid you came know. to mind. But again, I wasn't putting on airs, like I'm, I'm money bags. I was, right. I was a, a young teacher. I was trying to make it on my own. You I, were modest. I was modest and I was I mean, you made your own clothes. I made my yeah, own clothes. Yeah, you used to speak to how you would make your own clothes and then he would be wearing like, Brooks Brothers. You know, yeah, nice. your father has always wanted, when we would go to San Antonio to visit, you know, and we made a lot of trips down there. Yeah. Um, he would go to uh, a, a men's dress shop. I don't know if it's called Pinner or what, but it was downtown and they were like a Brooks Brothers. That was his, and they knew him because he'd been shopping there since he was a teenager. He he made his own money, and I and that's nothing wrong. He decided he wanted that quality of clothing, and that that was no problem. But that's where he was. I feel like I am similar to him in that. I way. mean, and I, I think Christina too. likes. Yeah, the we things. like nice. Yeah. Yeah. I did like it, nice things. And that's nothing. Wrong. <laughs> I remember Christina used to make like lists. And she has, Christina, your penmanship is great. You and mommy, y'all both, like, mommy's handwriting is, like, perfect. Like, <laughs> just, like, if you were teaching cursive, you would base it <laughs> off of how mommy writes an F and stuff yeah. on the chalkboard. And then, Christina, you had great lettering, too. But you would, like, make a list, mm -hmm. especially, like, on Saturday mornings, of, like, all, like, you would have magazines. Yeah. You would write down the stuff that you wanted. And mm -hmm. it almost became a goal list of just yeah. the stuff that you wanted to buy. I still do lists sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then we always kind of had jobs, too. Yeah. I feel like from right. that trade of, like, to support it, we right. knew we needed to, like, because I was very pressed on working. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you held jobs as well mm -hmm. until we had our careers. So I think we definitely, it, it was, it's been good to hear that that's how he was because now I'm like oh mm -hmm. he did work he had his jobs as he mentioned to you yeah you know and he worked for that money and then he wanted that and that's good and both of you worked uh, jobs because I never worked out of the home uh, as a child a teenager I never yeah. had a job of that nature and and that was different for you all than for me mm -hmm. but uh, I, I, I did my mother did teach her three daughters how to sew and uh, I made clothing you know yeah. but, uh, he he definitely was uh, in the high end, and uh, so that 
I mean, I know I have the other question around like you. When did you know that it was right, him? I but that. um, was his spending habits and like did that concern you at all? Like in terms of like his ability to really be dependable and reliable to provide. Like, did you have concerns about his financial habits? No, at that time he was paying for his clothing, I'm sure. I wasn't paying for it. And we didn't have any joint checking account at that time. So it, it, he was working. Um, yeah. And so that was his money and what he wanted to buy. I had no problem with okay. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. Anything problems. else on the money thing before we go into what made money? Thank you. Okay. The que- oh, George oh, has a question. The male perspective. The male perspective. Okay, <laughs> so just to provide a little more background for the listeners out mm-hmm. there, um, it's funny that you mentioned um, helpmate. You wanted to be a good helpmate. Yes. That was the first thing that my father said about Christina. Mm. Oh, wow. Unlock. An unlock. Helpmate, and I was like, I know that has some kind of reference with us, but I couldn't remember. Take a but, sip. Okay, take uh, a sip. I, we're all taking I, a sip on I, that I, one, I y'all. A, I need a sip. Y'all do it too. I need a sip on this one. Because I was one. like, helpmate, it was like a like a dinging in my ear, but I couldn't remember. I mean, my the mother reference. had her laser eyes all over Christina, but my dad said, son, she is going to be a good helpmate to you. Mm. And he used those words, helpmate. Yes. Yes. Like mother, like daughter, like daughter, like mother. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay, guys, there's only one more of us around that could be a helpmate. (laughs) So you better act fast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now um, that was his thing is why he was like, oh, yeah, she is definitely the one. Mm -hmm. So what had it, what, what, what happened or was there something that happened where you're like, yep. This is the guy. I don't really think so. Fair, honest. Love I it. really don't. I think the things uh, that were stacking up were the fact that he he was a, an attractive man. I was attracted to him. He had a career. He was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could observe him with his family. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, you know, had a good relationship with his family, or you know, whatever. Um, when we went out on dates, he, he picked up the tab. Yeah. He yeah. always, uh, we never Dutch treated or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not know. trying to do that either. Yeah. He picked up the tab. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess he exposed me to some things because like I said, I wasn't dating. We went out to a lot of restaurants. We went to San Antonio. I mean, I don't think I was even taking trips anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more like he fit the mold. Unfortunately, that's what I was looking at, and I was looking at my clock, and I was looking at my family didn't have any, they didn't have much interaction with him, but I don't think they had saw anything adverse uh, mm-hmm. about him, and um, so I think it was like, uh, and I and I felt comfortable with him. Yeah. We had good times. Uh, I know we 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 do you know things together, so things were falling into place, mm-hmm. and I cared about him. Uh, I believe I loved him, you know, yeah. because, you know, they're very dis- dis- degrees of love, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was enough there. But in, in getting married so soon, I think he referred to us. Meet- we met in 78 in September. I, I found the invitation to that party. 
Because that was a flyer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so you had to take a picture and send that to me. Yeah, that was a flyer. And I did because I didn't remember myself. And it was in September of 1978. Not October. Did he reference October? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I always thought it was. uh, And then, But when I found the uh, (laughs) invitation, you know, they had a couple dancing on it. It was a flyer. And uh, it was it was like September 28th or something of um, 1978. And we married, however, months up to April of the next year in '79. Yeah, yeah. And did um, did anyone? Because again, I and I know you said like I think you said unfortunately, but I think that was also the time and the generation. Like it wasn't like yes. people were all like, let's be self-actualized individuals and have self-love and stuff like that. Like it was just like you know the thing to do. So don't. I wouldn't beat yourself up. Not right. that you are, but you know. Because I look back at that time, and I didn't know myself well enough at that time, uh-huh. yeah. I believe. But like, you made a good point. We weren't into finding out who we were, feeling good about ourselves before entering in a relationship with another person. You've got to know yourself. Uh-huh. You know, to, to you know. And so, um, I don't, I, I, I think I was pretty mixed up. I mean, I wasn't uh, just, you know, wally yeah. out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I needed to know more about my strengths and who I was and uh, confidence in myself, self-esteem. I needed those to be stronger, and they weren't. And we were in a time where you weren't. Nowadays, like for instance, George and Christina, I really wanted them to get to know each other, you know. Uh, you know, and, and, and it, it doesn't have to be a long time, but you do need to see each other in different situations. Mm-hmm. You need to interact. Yeah. You need to find yourself uh, going through things together. Mm-hmm. How does this one do it? I mean, you're not going to know everything, but you know enough mm-hmm. to give you a strong foundation. And I don't. And I think that's one of the uh, reasons why you know maybe my marriage didn't last. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that things happened and. And I didn't have the the knowledge of myself, the strengths, uh, self-confidence, self-esteem to the point. And my family and me saying that I was getting married, nobody raised any any objection because We were the we're the type of family. Nobody really made any comments about things, you know. Mm. They say, you just or not said, at least to your face, not to right your face. to your face. Exactly. Yeah. Let's make there that might, clear. There might be discussions, and that's what but... I would not like. I would would would. I, I found disheartening because uh, don't don't uh, think it and talk about it uh, and not you know let me know about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I bring it up and say, well, look look. Uh, and my nickname was Princess Princess. Uh, are you sure? Uh, you know. Uh, Blah blah blah. It, you know, has it been long enough? Nobody, nobody wanted to uh, come across with anything like that. Quick aside. So and this is like completely different than what we're talking about. But you're—I don't know if you listen to the episode, Christina, where he says like, "Me and you don't talk." Yeah, episode four. He said that. What did you think about that? What was your take? You know, when he tries to say stuff about us, sometimes it's hard for me to listen, you know, like, right, because he wasn't like, there. <laughs> right. I'm like, how do you know? But, um, you know, I don't think as an older sister, I've shared like all of the things that I've gone through um, in past relationships or just in life, but I think that you were privy to it. It wasn't yeah. like I was, um, 
you know, quiet about my situations, but you know, I just wasn't like necessarily having a direct conversation with you. Yeah. Um, and I think it also things. had to do like the age period yes, from when I mean, those things happened. So now that we're now it's like I'm 31, we're six years apart. I feel like once you're in your thirties and stuff, it, it, time it's like a little like the gap is less. Right. But when it's like you're in your twenties and I'm in like high school or I'm in middle school, even like when I was mm-hmm. in middle school, you were in college, like we, we're right. not going to talk about this stuff, right. but I feel like everything like now, like I'm very transparent and open with you. Like I mm-hmm. can talk about a lot of stuff. So yeah, I just wanted to get your take on that. Cause I was just yeah. like, I think we're like super close, but I do think there are some periods that we don't know all the details. I don't think you know all the details of my dating history either. Right. But um, but I think if you know you asked me, you know, or I asked you, you know, we're open with each other that we would answer one another. And we're so. definitely a lot more open than I think that mommy you are with your sisters in terms of like the level. Oh, of definitely. Stuff. Yeah, like definitely. I think yeah. we we, we don't have kind of that was almost like taboo. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about. Uh, men with my sisters uh and and thinking about you as my daughters i feel i talk to you all about almost everything now Mm -hmm. you know we're very open on that and that wasn't a part of our family my dad wasn't telling me uh about you know boys and and my mother but you know they i think they had their feelings but they never expressed expressed them and and i used to sometimes feel like i wish my mother had said something like you know, had been more involved in my husband's selection. <laughs> you know, mm. maybe just in terms of just talking to me about some it. Some guidance. Yes, yes, some guidance there. But there was none of that going on. Again, it was the times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but but I know that is would for us as mother and daughters, uh, I just feel very comfortable talking to you about anything. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. we don't go into deep with your partners like, Oh, what's going on with you and your partner? How's that going? Is it good? I mean, you know, we don't, we have respect for that. Yeah. But we do talk about anything that you might, and I want you all to be free to talk to me about it, but we don't get into intimate details. Right. Yeah. That's a respected yes. feel. And I don't want you, well, come on, tell me what's going on with y'all. How's it doing? Is it good? About none of that. Mm-hmm. It's just what we can do. And, and, and I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want to, but when we got to, when we have children, uh, you know, you want to, to guide them and, uh, and be there for them. And with, with what happened in our lives, that was interrupted. And I just felt like, uh, but I feel, what I feel good about is that as adults, I'm here for you all now. What, I don't want to look back and say I, I, I wasn't there. I didn't give them this direction. But I, I have to pick up from now. What can I do for my daughters to help them? In, in any way that I can, you know, we're, we're open discussion. I, it's, it's not like trying to make up, but it's just like, if it didn't all occur during that time, for sure, it's a lot going on now that's there uh-huh. to help you all. Yeah. You know, and I think you've always, like, I've never had a strong sense of fear with you. Like I've had friends right. who have gone completely out of their way to like, lie and to hide stuff because they knew all hell would break loose if Mm -hmm. their parents found out about something i have never in fact i think some of my friends have even found refuge in you and being able to kind of share things with you because i think you have i don't know you say like you reference like now versus then but i think you've always created an atmosphere Mm -hmm. of 
we know if we we could come to you mm-hmm. if things got really rough and we didn't need to like hide things too much from right. you. I think right. you've always you've had an open door policy, whether it's unspoken or not. Yeah, then we could come to for you. sure. But you all did so much right. I mean, I didn't have a lot of uh, stress over you all. Uh, Oh, mom, I don't want to get up and go to school today. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm over here smoking dope or whatever. None of that. I mean, you're, you all, <laughs> you all were doing what you needed to do. You yeah. followed the pattern of getting your education, and and I didn't have that struggle because you were modeling it, honestly. Because mm. I don't think because a lot of it's like you didn't have you didn't you weren't like you didn't have to yell at us. You didn't have to be like no. Duh, 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 duh. no. And you didn't. And another thing, you never like hit us or anything. It was no. always like yeah. conversations. Like you talked to us as individuals, mm-hmm. as growing people, and of course we were like teens and stuff. So it wasn't always just cute, but mm-hmm. you you definitely always created a space for us to feel like humans trying to progress and do better things. And it's because you were like modeling it yourself. Right. Yes. And back to when I, you know, and so when when meeting your father, I don't, I don't. If it's in hindsight. Yeah. I didn't have the uh, confidence in myself, self-esteem. Um, you know, he was calling some of the shots, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, you know, sometimes it just wasn't comfortable for me. But yeah. and so I, I, uh, I didn't have the wherewithal to to stand up to certain things, uh, you know, or to voice my opinion about it per, per se. But again, the times and so forth like that. Yeah, that's what was going on. But as far as a mate, he he fit the mold of what a woman would be wanting at the time, who mm-hmm. would want to eventually marry. And I had a younger sister, not my youngest, but the middle sister. She had already married before me. When she married, the the the, the oldest sister didn't get married first. So that 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 didn't just make me upset or anything. But it just it just didn't seem like the normal order. Looked like I would have married first, but I didn't. So yeah. she married her high school sweetheart, and she had a high school sweetheart because I didn't have one. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that mm-hmm. had something to do with it. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so I know we've and this has been great conversation. So I'm totally fine with us getting into what we went. Um, so we've covered how you guys met from your perspective. We've covered how you knew, which was like, it's more of like, he checked a lot of the boxes and of the time, mm-hmm. like it just was that time. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else around how I met your father, that Christina, you or George, do you all have questions? Well, were there any like red flags mm. that were raised? Good question, mind? especially like looking hindsight. Yeah. Too. Good point, George, very good point. Good there point. were, there were. And um, I didn't act on them, you know, I didn't, um, there were some times, uh, some things that happened. Ne- ne- never any abuse, never him laying his hand on me or anything like that. But um, there were some uh, things that, that and, and it goes back to my where I was in mm-hmm. terms of being able to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. But there were some things um, uh, that probably would have said, wait, maybe we need to take uh, a little more time with getting to know each other a little better mm-hmm. you know and uh i think his parents sold me a lot i was going a lot on the in-laws mm-hmm. great in-laws oh let's go on and wrap uh-huh. this up got yeah. a good pair on in-laws here 
Because I feel like back in the day, it might have been more focused on marrying into a family than it is now. Like, I feel like now yeah. you kind of get married and y'all are, can mm-hmm. expect to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was more of like, these are two families coming together. And so mm-hmm. making sure that you were marrying into the right family, mm-hmm. I feel like was had a heavier weight. We had weight. some arguments and some, uh, and then some things, some dynamics with his best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, filling the bill of, you know, his, his, his role in his life. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So was he unable to like provide like a clear lane for his friendships versus his relationship, or was the friendship that he had enroaching on what y'all had? I think it did. Okay. I think it did, and others picked up on it. Um, mm. You know, um, this friend uh, and his behaviors, uh, which weren't, you know outlandish but that that like you said the lane you know here's this friend he he, he was a big part of his life mm-hmm. they were running buddies and uh i think uh the friend may have been uh nearing marriage too uh being uh, engaged to someone or thinking and i think that might have said to him well you know if he's um you know maybe i'm gonna you know go yeah, ahead cause during our conversation i kind of opened it up to like him a little bit to say like, oh, did you feel at any like peer type of, not peer pressure directly, but did mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, your peers were doing it? You need, and he just makes it seem like, oh, it was all this prayer. But I agree, it seems like if his friend was up in there, then he mm-hmm. didn't want to be kind of left behind. I was a little miffed at his friend on a number of occasions. Yeah. And what was going on there. And uh, yeah. I, I, I guess sometimes uh, he had an aunt who uh, I kind of, uh, I guess maybe I, you know, I guess I had no one to talk to per se, but I was expressing to her some things I wasn't liking. And then she didn't like him, you know, the mm-hmm. friend, you know. On her own or just some of the things that you had said? Some of the made... things I had said, but I was being truthful. Right. I was telling her what I was observing mm-hmm. and what was happening. And so she got a very negative uh, picture of him as well. Mm. This is a whole this... other aspect for me. Go ahead. I just feel like this hits on some stuff that comes up further. You know, I don't know if we want to delve into it now, but um, the role of different people in his life. Yes. And, you know. The level of weight in, that he puts on their influence right. into his and life. And yeah. just maybe the opening of him being, you know, just open like, this is my friend. I'm just taking this person's advice or this person hasn't done anything wrong. But what are that? What's that person's intentions? Mm-hmm. You know, is that person mm-hmm. manipulative? Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe not just this friend, but others that you know we may discuss. You know, or you may discuss with him. I think that this may be a pattern of his that he doesn't necessarily see. You know, um, some of these different people that have come in their in his lives. Their you know true intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that maybe he's almost like naive to it, for lack of better words. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so when you said that, that just made me think of another person that I've heard of. Right, we will get into that. That we'll get into, but um, that he may have had that kind of like, oh, this is this person is looking out for me. This mm-hmm. person is telling me the truth, you know. And he doesn't kind of draw the line with them. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's uncomfortable to him because he's thinking, well, this person's, I, I won't say anything because, I don't know. So you said something there that made mm-hmm. me think. And that brought up another uh, friend or relationship he started with another gentleman. I mean, it's it's man to man, no right. uh, any of that other uh, inference. But uh, 
it was like he was just uh, in, in, in awe of this mm-hmm. person. And, and, and it brings up the point in terms of you, you said you were feeling like you weren't like self-actualized. You didn't know yourself. Right. Seems like he may not have known himself. Oh, no, for and sure. Because mm-hmm. if you, you don't know yourself, you put way more weight on what other people say and what other opinion, people's opinions are. And so it seems like maybe he was trying to find himself and he weighed this old, you know, this friend who probably didn't know himself either. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. And put a lot of weight on I believe there that. was a lot, there was there, that was there. Yeah. Yes, there was some uh, issues he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you ever express to him your feelings like directly about this about friend. the friend, yeah. Or no, did you but say it, it was like George said, the lane wasn't there. Where like this is my wife, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. comes first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was it wasn't a clear demarcation there. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know that that and and so those kinds of things, like you said, where there's some signs. Uh, I I know definitely now. Uh, I I made it up in my mind that I would never. <laughs> Get into you know have a relationship so short and short short in length, and you wouldn't advise. I wouldn't advise it. Yeah. I, I would say get to know that person uh, in various situations. How do they react to this? How are they with the you know get to know the a, a lot more about them. And I don't know why we're so gung ho on going ahead, but that it was the time, and here's my biological clock ticking, and here's a man that has I've checked off. And then there's you know the sister, your younger sister getting married. Like there's yeah. a lot of like yeah stuff. Yeah, and, and you're, you're looking for to settle down. You're looking uh-huh. to start. You know, you're a career woman already. You want this person. You know, those are the kinds of things that that you know are important. So. Yes, but I think there were some dynamics going on, and even with him and his family. Right. And I, you know, um, and even with, you know, my family, there were dynamics with my family, so mm-hmm. I'm not singling out Will, that, hey, you had all this dysfunction. There was there were things going on with my family, too, and they were all reared from those old times coming up to this time with those beliefs and whatever. So it was a, it wasn't a, it was kind of muddled there. Yeah. Yeah. I have one question. Yeah. Okay, so he speaks highly of Grandpa Russo. Yeah, he does. Did you see them together, or was this kind of like news to you in later years? Like, or did you ever speak to your father about how he felt about him? Like, he just speaks so highly of him, but Mm -hmm. like, did you witness this yourself, or? Mm, Good question. I did witness them, their interaction. And mm-hmm. he was in awe of my dad, and he found him to be, uh, you know, a black man who had uh, gone through a lot of experiences, who uh, raised a family of seven, who, not having a father of his own, his father uh, never, you know, denied him and never uh, wanted to be a part of his life. But and, your father's father. Yes, yes my father's yes. father. And um, my father read a lot, and he could speak on many subjects. And he had a sense of humor, and he was a storyteller. And Will was in awe of that. He was like, his his jaw dropped <laughs> to mm-hmm. listen to my dad. And then maybe he's not expecting that from a black man of mm-hmm. that generation. But my dad, you know, could take on anyone, you know, in terms of any race of. Uh, and he had to deal with uh, uh, in that industry, uh, you know, people of different races people that own the cemeteries, white people with their own cemeteries and, 
and and he he could it was like he was one on one with them and yes i did observe that your will and they they meshed so mm. your you felt like your dad it not reciprocated because they weren't like equals at that time or anything but mm-hmm. you felt like your dad liked I felt, for the most part, he did. He felt that he was a gentleman who had uh, uh, knowledge of, of uh, different subjects and could speak on, you know, he, there was some intellect there. There was some experience there. And they could they could talk, you know, very but much. But your so. dad never expressed to you that he liked never. them based off mm-hmm. of his. Never, like, really, yeah. no. And then what about, did you get any, since we're, because we got the, his parents' take <laughs> on you, did your did you ever get a sense of like your mom liking or not liking or any did your mom have any opinions on well pops? after the fact she did <laughs> but mm. she uh, I don't think she was very hers was uh, a strong positive opinion of him mm. yeah I don't think it was fair uh, she knew I had selected him so that was that's as far as she was gonna go you know I made the decision and she wasn't gonna interfere. But I think she had her reservations. Oh, she did have reservations. I think she did. And then I know uh, she made a statement to our neighbor. She, you know, I'm, I, in no way am I trying to just bring out a lot to... No, but no. like, honestly, because like, I mean, this is... This is figuring it out. This is figuring yeah. it out. Yes. This yes. is figuring yes. it out. The good and the bad and I, everything in between. I think my <laughs> mother had a sense of a person. She could, she, she saw something there that wasn't you know, yeah. maybe right where she would have wanted it. She did express to a neighbor, um, and that neighbor told me long later, he never told me then, but he said, your mother told your husband uh, that if he ever didn't want you to send you back to her, mm. you know, if you if ever you didn't want her anymore, you send her back to me. And for her to even, like, say that, Yes. It means that she had to have had some feelings. Yes. I think she detected something, but again, she, my family was not the type that would get in and say, look, that we didn't, my mom and I didn't have any discussions like that on dating, men. My dad didn't do anything of that. Um, You're figuring it out by yourself. I'm figuring it out to the best of my ability and not doing a very good job. But there wasn't any blatant, like, he, like, you came home with a black eye or anything right, of that nature. Of like, that your nature. parents would definitely say something then. Yeah. But I think because, you know, everything seemed, you know, okay. on the yeah. And, and the things okay. that were supposed to be happening. Yes, and the things that were supposed to be happening, and you are a level-headed person, um, they did not feel like they needed to come in and, and rescue you or save you mm-hmm. or, you know, do anything of that nature because... They know their child, and they know that you know this person on the surface. But I think she probably saw some inner workings mm-hmm. that you know she might not have found as or picked favorable. up on his personality, yeah, some, some yeah. things of that nature, and so and then so, even their own marital, you know, I don't know. If, I mean, you're in it, so you don't know. Like, oh, I have issues, but I mean, your parents got divorced. And older were, in life, right? They had their own marital. They were issues. divorced when I married. They weren't together. They divorced when I was uh, in high school. Uh, my last year of high school, sixty-seven. So, so it was just yeah. So I'm sure that that even like right. had mm-hmm. a factor into everything as well. Yeah, and then my dad, my my dad having his wife picked out by his mother, you mm-hmm. know, right? He picked my mother for him. You know, this is the woman you're going to marry, not this lady you've been dating. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. right, because my mother represented 
church-going abilities. The checklist. The checklist of someone who could and work with him in the business. Yeah. You know, a help, yeah, right. a helpmate. A helpmate. A helpmate. Yes. This is so good. And I and I feel even, and we'll probably pause for a break, but on this, I feel very positive about this because we are healing a lot of stuff in terms of our openness with you and your openness with us and then like us opening openness with Pops. Mm-hmm. I think that this in itself is helping making sure that we don't, not necessarily like repeat the mistakes of the past, but like we can think about things a lot differently when the decisions that we make. Like we can like operate from a different place than where what you had available. Right. Um, and, and it's good to reflect because we, what we've been doing, what I've been doing is just living life, you know, day to day. You know, you're just going through the routine. You never stop and say, Hey, what just happened? What what mm-hmm. what is this? You know, and and this has given me a chance to just go back and think about. It's it's like peeling la- uh, layers. Yes, and it's cathartic. Yes, and it's like uh, I'm I'm really saying for the first time in front of my daughter some of the things, the dynamics that were going on, uh, in 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 uh, in our lives. So, it it it's for me. It's 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 opened up. I feel energized. I feel. I feel like, like you say, I'm a writer, or I feel I'm a writer, but I feel like my creativity has some space to come out because I'm letting go of some things yeah. that have just been taking up so much of my life. Yes. And so I think that is, is for even your the listeners, like George said, everybody's going to get something. We're more uh, alike than we think. And you say, wow, that sounds like something that I've heard of or that I, and, and, and it's, it's helping others. This is truly, I believe, because it's truly helping me. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Oh, this is so, so good. And we're not even done. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. Listeners, thank you guys for listening so far. Um, more to come. We'll be back. so good um so yeah thanks for listening to this episode part two of this conversation will be followed up on episode six so stay tuned for that one and uh, be sure to follow us on father.figuring on instagram hit that subscribe button if you haven't already done so and and go ahead and drop us a five-star rating you know while you're at it and whatnot you know because like you know support support black stories so anywho have a good one stay covid free and if you're listening to this by the time covid's done then yeah you know how this all shook out bye y'all